You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody, and I'm Zach Whittington. On in a great number, sixty-four. Daniel, sixty-fourth episode. How you feeling? I feel good. It's Saturday morning. We're a little late on the recording here. Um, obviously, we didn't post anything for a couple weeks, but we did record last week, Zach. I just happened to have gone on a little bender. You were present for the bender a bit for the weekend. Uh, good time, but yeah, Daniel was unsuccessful at getting the editing done on the pod. So you will get two doses of a Very Moody Sports Show this week. Double dose. Double dose. But uh, episode 64, I know what you're thinking. Who in the world would they name this episode after? And I'm like, there's only one choice. Based upon statistics and merit, it's George Frederick Blanda. Frederick? That middle name? George Blanda. I saw the name Blanda as number 64, and I was like, I think it's George Blanda. And he spent 26 seasons in the league playing quarterback and place kicker. He had seven touchdowns in one game, passing touchdowns. Player of the year a couple times. Longest career ever until age 48. He was born in 1927 and died in 2002. Holy cow. George Blanda. But also, Dan, 64. Nintendo 64. Did you ever have one? Oh, man. Favorite system of all time. Great games for Nintendo 64. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time pops in the head. Obviously, you got Mario Super 64. Classic. Zach, what about you? Completely different. I I had a 64. First system I remember playing. Had an older brother, slightly older, so we had a 64 before the PlayStation 2 came out. But uh, pretty sure we had a uh, we had we didn't have GoldenEye, but we had the World Is Not Enough 007. Great, great game. I had Kobe Bryant's three point shootout. Had NBA Jam, Madden 2002 in the box. Got it from Toys R Us. We used to go to Toys R Us to the electronic section to get Nintendo 64 games. There is not a kid alive in the world that knows what I'm talking. No. <laughs> Minecraft was not an option. Fortnite was not there. Couldn't buy it online either. Had to go to the store to get stuff. Blow in a cartridge. Remember going to GameStop? Blow in the cartridge. Off, on, reset. Off, on, reset. Off, on, game works. Let's play. The greatest thing <laughs> ever was literally, Mom, my game's not working. Blow on it, Daniel. It worked. I'm like, what is the science behind this? I had, a, I had one moment just like this. My brother had a friend back in the day when we had a PlayStation 2. So we're going from cartridges to disc. This is when we had disc, not Blu-ray yet. Your disc would get scratched up. Not every kid was responsible. Put it back in the case. You, you flip it over, put it on top of the system, top of the TV. Put a couple discs in one case. They're flapping around, you know. But uh, this guy, Vince, was over... And a game we were trying to play wasn't working. He took it out of the place. I'd never seen this in my life. Just licks the whole thing with his tongue. And I was like, what? And then he wiped it on a shirt, put it in, it worked. And I was mind blown. I was like, this man is a savage. Just put his whole tongue on this whole disc. And then it worked. And then I have I did do that in the future. Took one for the team. Probably just got some sort of disease licking across that disc. A bunch of kids have touched it. You don't know what they've touched. Like, gee, brave man. Sacrifice. This is a pre-COVID world. 
Oh, fair too. We're not used. This to is before Y2K. Ebola. This is before Y2K. <laughs> before the Y2K. Um, but yeah, Zach. So also another note in the entertainment industry, something that uh, you sort of sparked in my mind. Uh, as a child, I not child, but young adult, I was listening to. We grew up listening to rap, obviously, and I listened to uh, a lot of Kid Cudi. Definitely start uh, of my uh, rap enjoyment. Well, you are you are a white guy. White guy. You were in middle school. I was on middle school. I, I also, out. yeah, every I think Kid that's Cudi. mostly every of all of us started by Kid Cudi. Um, but Kid Cudi finally released his uh, long-awaited album of Man on the Moon Part Three, and uh, the, Chosen. the Chosen. It is a uh, so. Can you have trilogies for albums? Because he has oh, a trilogy yeah, he of got, an uh, album. Didn't Jay Z do it? I, I guess. guess. But didn't he have like? The Black Album three times or something like that. I, I guess know. so. Maybe that's true. So, uh, but yeah, trilogy of the Man on the Moon Part Three. And Zach said he has listened to about four or five songs. I listened through the whole thing, in total about eighteen songs. I think overall it is a really good album. That being said, Zach, I'm not going to be stunned. People are not going to like this album. They're going to be saying it's not the Cuddy they wanted. Um, so I had a question for you, just as far as what is the Cuddy that people want. People are looking for him to give them the same old, like, back in the day, but, like... That's the same thing people want out of Eminem. They want Eminem to drop the Slim Shady LP again. And I'm like, it's not gonna happen. It already happened. Eminem's 50 years old now. He's not in the same frame of mind or life situation that produced the feelings that went into the Slim Shady LP one. Same thing with Kikuti. Kikuti got off drugs for, like, 10 years and his music sucked. I don't mean to say those two things are cause and effect, but, like, he used to be mad depressed mad on drugs making really good music and we were all vibing with it and then he got a little weird but like that's what happens artists venture out you don't do the same thing over and over again that's part of being an artist you know exactly I completely respect that absolutely Uh, I feel the exact sentiment and like it's just too the fact of like as the times change you said like music in itself has changed you can't do the same thing but i will say this album has the feel of new style uh, rap music and definitely there's a pop smoke skepta song on there that's really good um and uh but it also does have the feels of old cuddy the man on the moon part one and twos you wanted there is a solo dolo part three on there that i think it's really good i thought it was awesome um better than solo dolo part two but part one's still the best obviously um um, but I think overall the album also still, you know how there he had the album where he was trying to sort of be a Jimi Hendrix-esque person where he wanted to play the guitar. He started playing the guitar eventually. That wasn't out. Satellite Flight. That was a... Uh, uh, it was the one after. Had the song Handle with Care on. I can't remember the name. Oh, I'll find it. I'm right here. Uh, Speed and Bullet to Heaven. Speed and Bullet to Heaven. Yeah, that one's it. So, I liked uh, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slayer. Passion, Pain, Demon Slayer. He also did venture out in the guitar, and people didn't enjoy it as much. But I think it's just something with the guitar. He's now worked it in well where he does have it in there, but it's not over Probably you. just better at guitar. There's just, I think it's awesome. He has 18 songs, and it does have that feel of the same original two albums, that it's a journey through the album rather than just individual songs put on it album so overall fantastic enjoyed it if you don't like it get over it. besides cuddy you've been listening to anything uh no honestly this is like uh we actually spotify 2020 wrapped came out uh not rap wrapped such as it uh, highlights your it highlights your year um on spotify and mine was pretty boring as far as uh songs so i'm trying to immediately start being better about it well i listen to I just listened to podcasts the whole year, so my 
I literally listened to like two albums this whole year that weren't podcasts, so they were my top songs. But uh, I've been big into uh, Tyler Childers lately, so I was resistant. I'm always resistant to fads. Like, like, like Breaking Bad's the best show on TV. I'm like, get out of my face. Like, Game of Thrones, the best show on TV. I was like, I'll, I'll five to ten years after the fact, I'll watch it and I'll enjoy it. I'll watch it with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. But uh, right now, like, I'm about to watch Lord of the Rings for the first time. Like, these things, I still get to enjoy things in life where all of you people have experienced these things already and are looking to fill a void. I have a lot of stuff to fill voids with. But the same thing with music. I held out on Tyler Childers. I'm like, y'all like him way too much. I'm not going to listen. I should like him. He's a country western bluegrass singer, but I have literally had this man on repeat for like a week now. Like... The album goes through, I restart the album. Album goes through, restart the album. I totally feel you. I was over listening to some with you and Thomas, and I do like Tyler Children. And then also, uh, Sturgill Simpson did a bluegrass album. It's called Cutting Grass. And it's a it's a yellow vinyl cover with a green uh, vinyl record. It's like John Deere Green and Yellow, and it's called Cutting Grass. And he covered some of his songs from that first country album that was really good that made everybody like Sturgill. And then also... Dude, you throw down some good bluegrass, man. I am, I am a listening. I can feel you there, Zach. Uh, but, but, Zach, we are not a full entertainment. We're a podcast. lifestyle. We're a lifestyle. We're not here for all this. We are here to talk sports. And Zach, there's some fight news about Mayweather has actually been announced. The money team. Money Mayweather, exactly. Floyd. He has announced that he is accepting a fight with Logan Paul, brother of Jake Paul, that as we were talking... Oh, the, the boxing family. The boxing family. The royal boxing family. <laughs> I was about to say, family of boxing is suddenly the Paul family. Who would have ever known? Paul. Paul. Hi, I'm Paul. Hey, I'm Paul. Um, anyways, so yes, the Mayweather-Paul fight is going to be fought 2020, February, 2021, sorry, in February. Uh, and there's actually some leaked details, Zach, as far as payment for each fighter. And this is a little bit indicting. Uh, so how much do you think Mayweather is going to get versus Logan Paul as far as payment? Okay, if my memory serves me correct, Floyd Mayweather made $300 million when he boxed Connor, and Connor made $100 million, if I remember correct. I think that's probably close, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I don't think you're going to get that type of draw out of Logan Paul. I mean, what's he making, 50, 50 million Mayweather? So Mayweather is getting $5 million. All right. And then Logan Paul is getting paid $200,000 for the fight. Would you box Money Mayweather for $200,000, Daniel? I would be on my way to the gym right now. That's also not just the only details as far as payment. Floyd Money Mayweather will be receiving 50% of all pay-per-view sales. Okay. Logan Paul will receive... 5% 5% of all pay-per-view sales. Of course. Logan Paul's just happy to be here, dude. So, yes, and I do think this is going to be something that could go nine rounds because Mayweather may let it go nine rounds. You think he's going to knock him out? Mayweather was worried that Connor could knock him out. I mean, I feel like Logan Paul's got like three to four inches height advantage, and then he's probably weighs a lot more. Mayweather's not a big guy. Connor McGregor's not a big guy. Jake Paul and Logan Paul are pretty big guys. So, I mean, dude. Floyd Mayweather may be the best ever. I'm six foot one, two forty, dude. He's a hundred and like thirty, fifty pound fighter. You know, like 
What on there's li- there's physics at play here. What how on earth would we live in a world where Money Mayweather's only loss on his record is Logan Paul? It sounds like that dystopian future stuff you would see on like uh, shows like you flash to the future is somewhat chaotic like society Floyd Mayweather beat up by YouTuber Joe, L- Logan Paul I totally believe you like it's start the start of anarchy is there people right? are like flowing through tubes through the city it's pretty much Futurama Futurama is what I'm describing okay I got you. all right but uh so yeah fight game big news coming out we'll see how it goes down in February yep so, Zach, any news in the NBA as our resident NBA... Insider. Insider. Analyst. Fan. Analyst. Yeah, exactly. Future player. Future uh, manager. Future GM, if you will. Yeah, I mean, there's so many possibilities. But uh, there's not too much that came out of the NBA. Obi Toppin played for the Knicks, played well, almost had a double-double. Carmelo came out, dropped 21. Oh, let me let me... Let me rewind. <laughs> not the much. preseason has started. Not much happened. But. The preseason has started in the NBA. We are back. There's basketball. And there's some people are like, what? The NBA just ended. Oh, my goodness. The Lakers had no time off. The Hornets haven't played in 200 days. And they play tonight. So, big deal. NBA's back. LaMelo Ball officially listed. Six foot eight inches tall point guard. He got Still taller. Nine, 19 years old. Will Charlotte have a seven-foot point guard? Potentially, I mean. Or do we move him to center? <laughs> but I don't think he's thick enough. He's not thick enough. Dude, LaMelo, it just seems like it was a great – it seems like we got the best pick in the draft every day. We'll see how he actually plays today. I'm going to be watching. But uh, NBA news, I'm trying to think. Uh, Hawks lost, sad face, but hey, man, preseason. preseason. Come on. Uh, Trey Young had a cool nutmeg pass in between somebody's legs. Trey Young also signing Adidas contract 2021 for his uh, own shoe line. Oh, and then uh, Steph Curry has his own shoe line called Curry Brand. That's a division of Under Armour. So you know how like Under Armour has Project Rock. It has all these workout stuff by Dwayne Rock Johnson. And then like Nike has the Kobe line of shoes. They got the, the Jordan it's, brand. It's, it's the Jordan. Yeah, the the exactly. Jordan is the more synonymous. Yeah. The Jordan sub-brand of the company where everything's Nike- but it's really Jordan. Yeah. And then, uh, same thing. LeBron was trying to do the same thing with his first athlete being Luca, but I don't know why that hadn't worked out. But, um, yeah. NBA, John Wall and Boogie both playing for the Rockets. They looked good last night. I haven't seen John Wall on a court in almost two years. I saw a meme. It said sports fans seeing John Wall lace up, and it was man just tearing up, crying. <laughs> John Wall. John I haven't seen Wall. that dance in so long. Good God. It, it, I We're old. I have the John Wall ready to go at any time. Is that the Dougie mixed with the John yeah, Wall? Yeah, I think it was the same thing. Yeah, there was the, a song that yeah. said John Wall. Yeah, it is. That's the exact thing. These are his um, Kentucky days, but I'm pretty sure he's in a gang. Pretty oh, sure. boy, dear Lord. Pretty sure. Um, pretty accusations sure he's in, fly. Pretty sure he's gotten in trouble for throwing up gang signs and games and stuff. Oh, that's, not, that's not me pulling that out of my butt. Okay, yet. well, but, I did not know about that John Wall questionable, but okay, we'll see John what Wall happens. Part. Zach, you feeling anything in the NFL conversation? Uh, the Steelers aren't that good. Fantasy's Lost going to on. Washington. What happened? Yeah. What is football? Well, Washington's pretty good is the thing. And then uh, they're not good. They're just not that bad. How about the New York Giants? They literally were the worst team in the worst division of football. Now they're about to win that division. Yep, Wayne Gallman. He's doing well. <laughs> Zach's holding a cup of coffee as if like he just cheers Wayne Gallman. Good job, Wayne Gallman. Uh, <laughs> You're a good guy. Um, there's also, I mean, the Eagles are pretty bad. They're starting. Uh, they're starting. 
Jalen, Jalen Hurts this week. Doug Peterson made the move. I have Jalen Hurts currently starting on my fantasy team. I had deleted the fantasy app oh, last God, week. And Dan lets me know that uh, there's two weeks in the playoffs. I should know this, but I thought I lost, so I just deleted the app. And I've – oh, man. But I'm still in it. I'm only down 25 points. Got Jalen Hurts starting. No, I put Baker in. I put Baker Mayfield in. So this is like my eighth quarterback this year. We'll see what happens. Hey, man. I mean – Fantasy, it's tough. I had terrible season. Both teams got awful. Um, we still have a chance to play fantasy basketball. Hey, man, I'd be down. A little bit more work, but I like it. That sounds like a fun idea. Uh, so, yeah, and then I think that's really all in the NFL. I mean, playoffs looking pretty much the same. Big game this uh, Sunday, tomorrow, the Dolphins at the Chiefs. Zach, would you call it? Or I do believe they're hosting the Chiefs. Did you call it a litmus test game, if you will? Let's see what the Dolphins got. Yeah, I mean, you better show up. If you get blown out, you're going to lose a little respect. Uh, speaking of respect, double check, discount, Aaron Rodgers, 400 passing yards. Pretty sure he's only – no, not 400 passing yards. 400 passing touchdowns on a career. Woo! Pretty sure there's only like seven players to do it, just off the top of my head. Brett Favre, Brady, Manning, Drew Brees, um, Phillip Rivers – Aaron Rodgers, uh, maybe that's Ben it. Roethlisberger. Nope. Oh dang, that's surprising. Okay, well they uh, run the ball a lot though. Think about the beginning of Ben's career. And speaking of Steelers, maybe that's the problem why you lost because Ben Roethlisberger, at almost forty years old, had fifty-three pass attempts. I am going to stand by something. If I ever become a football coach or a contributor to a football program, if my quarterback ever has over fifty pass attempts, you should expect to lose the game. That's a lot. Every, like It's just a trend in sports. You see somebody with 50 to 60 attempts, doesn't matter. Joe Burrow putting it all on the line, his fucking rookie debut with 60 pass attempts. You're not going to win with 60 pass attempts because you obviously can't run the ball. You're not running a balanced offense. You're not keeping the defense on their toes. So if you pass over 50 times, just chalk it up. Zach, you want to know how to keep the defense on their toes? How? You be the Las Vegas Raiders, and on the last play of the game, Hail Mary, you have to get a touchdown. As the Jets' defensive coordinator, you draw up a all-out blitz man coverage, and you give up the touchdown to give up. Greggy Greg, Greg Williams, and he is gone now. He got fired. And then uh, there, Adam Gase is a, officially one of the worst NFL head coaches ever by just, like, record. And they're going to keep him around to ensure they lose every game. And then my prediction from a couple episodes is going to come true. Jim Harbaugh is going to coach Trevor Lawrence for the Jets next year. Holy cow. Hot topics. I mean, that's a take, man. That's a hot. Jim Harbaugh will be the coach of the Jets and Trevor Lawrence. There's been the Michigan's been saying that he's not gone, but like he's got to be gone. He's got to be gone. He's got to. Um, so yeah, in NFL, uh, Zach, we were talking, Baker Mayfield, the Browns dominated, but you, everybody was talking about all the, all week they were talking, Baker Mayfield's on fire, this team's on fire, they look fantastic, you had a hot take. They only won by like five points, they were up 40 to 10, and the game ended up being like 43-37, something like that. That's how you lose a playoff game, that's how the Atlanta Hawks lost to the Patriots, because you don't close the game out. I mean, they won the game, and Baker did great. Had four touchdowns in the first half. But then, obviously, your defense takes the foot off the pedal, and then your offense also doesn't have killer instincts. You could have put a 50 spot on them. So. Question two. Uh, let's talk about the Patriots real quick, because two weeks ago, they dominate, blow out, literally something you don't see in the NFL, 45-0 to the Chargers, a team that literally – with uh, with the rookie quarterback Justin Herbert have been dominating on offense as far as just scoring a lot of points, um, 
Bilicek does his typical thing of shutting them down completely. Great win. Cam looks great. Everything's fantastic. Thursday night back football, they struggle now to beat the uh, Rams. They didn't get the win. The Rams get a win. They did have to travel to L.A., but at the same time, you expect the Patriots to have something. They have no passing game. Cam Newton's getting less than 100 yards a game passing, and he's running two touchdowns. There's nobody on that offense. Your best player is a beat-up Cam Newton. Man, it's tough. I think Belichick sort of – he's getting credit for this year, but at the same time, this team is not good at it. I mean, you still had eight players opt out. I mean, it's Belichick. What do you expect? I mean, did we expect the Patriots to have a great year? No. Fair. I think that's all we got in the NFL. Now it's time. Now, now it's time. Now it's time. All right, put your seatbelts on. Grab you a cup of coffee. Daniel's about to get mad at Ohio State for 10 minutes. I'm heated, man. I'm heated. It's not just Ohio State, man. This is the football committee, college football playoff committee. Man, this is ridiculous. All right, listen, Zach. I'm listening. You're a a Clemson fan. You're in the playoff right now. Y'all go play in the ACC championship. Y'all are in it. Notre Dame's in it. If y'all beat Notre Dame, you're in. If you lose, you're out. But y'all are in that picture. Yeah. Okay? Listen, as a fan of Georgia, and you're going to hear me talk as a Georgia fan here a bit, but at the same time, imagine me as a Miami fan who has even more legitimate claim. Imagine me as a Cincinnati fan, a Coastal Carolina fan, any of these teams that have a more legitimate claim to being in the playoff than Ohio State. And I understand, guys, we're going to sit here and talk. Everybody's going to talk. You're going to listen to the media, Kirk Herbstreit. We're all going to talk Ohio State's the fourth best team at least in the college football. I don't give a rat's ass who you have on that bench. I don't care who you have on that field, man. When you have teams playing 10 games, going through a full slate of schedule, and having to play through that in a pandemic year, but you're going to give Ohio State the the chance to play in the Big Ten Championship when they already didn't qualify based off your rules. So you scrap that rule just to get them in there. And then they're going to beat Northwestern, really not that impressive of a win, and they're going to get in the playoff with six wins. That's stupid. That's ridiculous. This is a political year of football for no reason. We should not be doing this. Also, question, Zach, what do you do, your playoff committee? Ohio State loses to Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship. What do you do, Northwestern in? You play Northwestern in the Big Ten playoff? What is it? The SEC, ACC, Big Ten, and... The fourth slot is what the playoff is. Notre Dame. That's really what the playoff is every year. It's just those three conferences and a fourth slot. It's just so. It's really. Expand the playoff. And they should have explained the playoff this year. You could have gone eight teams. Even this year, this is a weird year. We've already admitted that. But also, everybody's talking crap about Iowa State, number number, uh, six in the country, uh, or seven in the country, with two losses. First off, only team with two losses to two ranked programs outside of Georgia who wait, oh wait, also in the top 10 and everybody's pissed because they have two losses. Guys, when you're willing to play that big of a schedule versus playing six games and not even getting to play them all, oh, it's just not even fair. It's not legitimate. If we're going to do this, let's stop playing the regular season. But what about all your analysts that are sitting here saying, it's the best four teams. It's the best four teams. The best four teams. You're saying that. Based off the preseason prior to taking out the teams not playing due to COVID, due to like Big Ten not playing initially, prior to all that, the initial rankings was number one, Alabama. Number, sorry. Yeah, number one. No, number one, Clemson, number two, Ohio State, number three, Alabama, number four, Georgia. As a Georgia fan, if we're going to not even count the regular season and just let you play two games, four games, and get in a playoff, man, 
Let's just go with the I mean, regular. The let's go with the, the preseason going, ranking. You just put Georgia in the Sugar Bowl every year, and Clemson and Alabama just play for the national championship. Exactly. There's one game a year. Nobody should. Why are we playing regular season, man? Let's talk about. Let's talk. Let's start comparing four game resume to four game resume. Okay, uh, Bama. First four games of the season, they're four and zero. They looked garbage. That defense was terrible. Where Clemson looked good the first Where four Clemson games. Clemson looked year. great. Notre Dame looked great. Georgia, we won game. We we had a dominant win over an Auburn team that everybody talked about being great, and we were we were there. But guess what? Ohio State has still hadn't even played a game. So if we're going to talk about just you know, let's just rank everybody off six games. Not even let's get rid of the losses in people's columns because. They didn't, they didn't. won't count. Like it's ridiculous. It's I hate it as a football fan for college football. I love college football. I literally hate to see this because this is disrespectful to Coastal Carolina, who's undefeated, to Cincinnati, who's undefeated. That they literally will never have a chance. This literally this year not getting in, you will never have a chance as a lower program. There's my phone again. They're listening. They're listening. So, uh, is that is that college football? I, right? dude, I, yeah, I feel good now. I feel a little bit better. You got that off your chest. Um, personally, Zach, anything you want to say in the college football realm, you're not worried about. It. You're. Just, I mean, I just have an ACC championship. I was gonna say your team's in. Yeah, even if we lose Notre Dame, we'll be number four, so we're fine. Most likely, there's a potential of that. Absolutely, yeah. a potential of that. I'm just kidding, but Clemson's probably gonna win. Trevor Lawrence. The, at this point, I'm not impressed with Clemson's defense. I mean, there's a little, there's some good secondary play. Like Andrew Booth's really good. You're missing linebackers left and right. Injuries are getting to us, and I, we don't get that good of pressure on the quarterback. But if we score fifty of something points a game, we might have a chance. <laughs> I think that's literally the playoff, the championship, like SEC championship, ACC championship, about to be like you better be betting overs on everything because these are good ass offensive man. Good teams playing good football. Even as a football. Georgia fan, I'll say that about Florida. But man, just get rid of this Big Ten. Like Big Ten has no chance, has no right to a playoff berth this year, man. Yeah. So, guys, I feel like listen. We're gonna bring Paul on probably next week. I want to get him on. I want a reaction. There's news as far as South Carolina hiring their coach. We're not gonna Shane Beamer's the coach. You know that, but like we're gonna give a little. I want Paul on to give an actual Gamecock fan reaction to that. See what he thinks. Um, Zach, anything before we get out of here? I feel like I have ruffled enough feathers. Feathers have been ruffled. My feathers are ruffled, guys. Y'all enjoy your week. Two episodes this week. Eat them up. Love them. Time to watch football. Adios. Go Hornets. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.